This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 884, Five Ways to Help Empty Nest Heal, by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD. I am Greg Audino, and this is the podcast where I narrate some of the best relationship content around. We feature work from therapists, psychiatrists, researchers, life coaches, authors, anyone who we feel has something valuable to share about how we can make the most of our relationships. And today, we'll be reading from one of our authors who does it as well as anyone, Dr. Margaret Rutherford. She's got a post for the parents out there about how to make the most of life as an empty nester. Let's hear her words of wisdom and start optimizing your life. Five Ways to Help Empty Nest Heal by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. I gave my two-year post-empty nest report card on Midlife Boulevard several months ago, then received this comment, quote, Please address healthy, good ideas for finding your new place where you fit in their life and staying close. I realize also that there is nothing you can do, really. They need to be left alone. The hardest part for me is the not sharing life anymore not knowing the friends. As one blog connected to yours said so well, knowing them a little less, and the author said she'd never wanted to know her kids less. I do not struggle to accept this stage, as I know we pray, trust God, and embrace where we are. It is just lonely, hard. End quote. The reader is quoting Lisa Eindlich Heffernan of Grown and Flown. That post was incredible. I would suggest reading it. As a therapist, I am always trying to focus not just on concepts, but on tangibles, helping people make concrete change. So, what are the things you can do to help yourself get on with life after an empty nest? Number one, find something you love as much as you loved mothering or parenting. This is a quote from Midlife Boulevard's editor-in-chief, Sharon Greenthal, on The Katie Couric Show. This was a thought-provoking challenge. Probably those who suffer most keenly from empty nest are those that threw themselves into parenting. You were there, all the time, searching for and finding another passion that might feel worthy of that kind of energy? Perhaps difficult. So, how do you do it? When I ponder that question, I realize that parenting developed a part of me that would have lain dormant if I had not had that opportunity. Maybe that's the point. Perhaps we can all find another part of ourselves to be developed, another aspect of ourselves lying asleep, waiting to be discovered. Your spiritual self, creative self, maybe physical self. Just try it. Have fun doing it. Maybe it's something you wanted to do years ago. The excuse of, oh, now I'm too old for that. Unless it's vying for the Miss America title, 
I'd say go for it. There's bound to be some form of almost every activity that could be enjoyed at any stage. You just have to look. Number two, nurture and deepen your primary relationship. Now is the time to get out that bucket list with your partner. Talk about goals you have together, things for the two of you to share that you can both work on. That will bring you closer. If you don't have a partner, you can do the same with friends or family members. A garden, a trip, volunteering for an organization, fixing up a room in your house, learning to dance. Talk about any emotional hurts that are keeping the two of you stuck in the past so that you can be present together. Enjoy each other's company, maybe even in ways that you could not when the kids were around. Number three, make new friends while honoring the old. Your child's life is moving on. They're making new friends, traveling to new places. You need to have fresh things to look forward to as well. Have a neighbor over that you have always wanted to get to know. Join or form a book club. Being socially connected keeps us invigorated, keeps energy in our lives. Honor friends that have been there for you. Now that the little rascals are gone, there's more time for them. Reach out. Number four, get comfortable with your not knowing. They are changing. There is stuff you have to ask now that you just knew before. It does feel awkward to stop and ask your child, do you like tomatoes on your salad? He didn't used to like tomatoes. In fact, he hated tomatoes. Oh yeah, I really like them now. If we see this from their perspective, our children are often proud to tell us how they've changed, proof of their independence that they have done just great without us. They have even mastered tomatoes, even though we are wishing we had been there to see them eat their first one. Realize at their core, there is so much we do still know, and they will turn to us as they need us. Number five, play more music. I used to always wonder why my dad always had music on when I came home. Now I know. It was to fill up the quiet. Kids leave and suddenly the house is dead. Unearthly quiet. We must all feel it. So fill your home with whatever kind of music you love. And since you took those dance lessons, and remember, quote, music has charms to soothe the savage beast, end quote, by William Congreve, 1697. Guess the guy was an empty nester. You just listened to the post titled, Five Ways to Help Empty Nest Heal, by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. Great article today from Dr. Margaret. Thank you so much to her for that. She's really done a nice job of articulating the importance of life beyond parenting for parents. And that's something that's really not emphasized enough throughout the resources that parents have at their disposal to learn about parenting and become as good at it as possible. But what's really at the core of this episode is what we really all need to bring our best to our relationships with ourselves and others. And that's balance. It's easy to get swept away by how meaningful certain parts of life like parenting are, but it comes at the expense of being prepared for life when these things pass. And though parenting doesn't often pass, it still changes enough for the phases to be entirely different from one another. So if you're a parent, young or old, always be ready for a life without parenting by having a life without parenting, something that's filled with other relationships, other hobbies, and other responsibilities. And that'll do it for this one, folks. Another appreciation post for parents today, and another one tomorrow as we will conclude our week with a final post about parenting, as we often do. So, 
If you like this episode, be sure to come on back tomorrow as we finish this week strong and where your optimal life awaits.